Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Boston Sports Original, WEEI, Megan Adelini here. Christian Arcan is off for today and the next two days. He has a very well-deserved vacation before we get rolling with the Vulture on Monday. But joining me here in studio right now is Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy-Stevens. Got to start with you, Fitzy. Um, I think you broke a pair of headphones with your enormous head over there. But it's not my size eight and a quarter, the only head here at WEEI, Boston Sports Original, that has its own geosynchronous orbit. Yes, it has gravitational pull. And I broke the headphones trying to stretch them on when I put them on just a few minutes ago. And by the way, Mego, Andy, the only guys here that have not taken a vacation, that never take any days off because there's no time slot we haven't filled in over the last couple of months. It's true. It's true. It is what it is. Hey. Andy, how are you doing? I am tremendous, as always. That's it? That's <laughs> all you got for me? He's so tremendous. All right, all right I'm great. Tremendous. What do you want? All right. Life story? Today, uh, we got a packed <laughs> show. We have Dan Orlowski. He's going to join us. Dan Orlowski, who quote tweeted Adam Schefter's uh, tweet about the hiring of Bill O'Brien as offensive coordinator for the Patriots and said this is this is great for Mac Jones. We're going to talk to him at three. What's he going to do next year? Fit. I feel Who? like he spent Orlowski? like half his fall just doing videos and breakdowns of why the Patriots offense sucked. Like, what is this? How are you going to fill that time now? Dan? Well, yeah. you can ask him in about an hour. We're going to talk to Brian Scalabrini at about 420. Is that right, Ryan? 420? Yeah, we got Brian Correct. Scalabrini to talk about the Celtics, their back-to-back losses. And Ooh. although we are going to get to all the Patriots talk and with you two, and all the offensive coordinator talk, I want to start with the Celtics. Mm. Because the Celtics lost last night, again, second second loss, back-to-back loss after a nice little winning streak. And while I'm not going to lose my mind over this because they continue having to sit guys for moderate injuries and such, and it is the winter doldrums, it is January there are a couple things here that are starting to sound alarm bells for me that I think are cause for concern. Uh, so we're going to get right to the timeout issue. And this is something that in the immediate aftermath of last night's loss to the Heat, I saw a lot of people making a big fuss over whether or not Joe Missoula should have called a timeout with about 13 seconds left. So in case you missed it, the focus was, it was basically Celtics down one, 93 to 92 to the Heat, minute and a half left uh, after a Tyler Hero miss. Jason Tatum brings it up. He tosses this stupid, risky cross pass, cross court pass to Rob Williams. That gets swatted away by Bam Adebayo. Uh, He says, you know, I should have looked at Derek White instead. Didn't make the right decision. Grant Williams was also there. Uh, Fast forward, you get to 18 seconds left. 
after Grant sinks a three. And Adebayo on the other side has just hit a mid-range jumper. There's 18 seconds left. You're down two. 13 seconds left at half court. Zero urgency. No timeout called. Tatum again tries another cross-court pass to Grant Williams. Picked off by Tyler Hero. And Grant Williams is called for a foul. And that's the game. So uh, Joe Missoula, interim head coach, he was asked about not calling a timeout there with the 18 to 13 seconds left. Here was his response. Joe, I'm, we know we talk about timeouts a lot there, but when you see Tatum and you, you want to get two, two to the ball, but the spacing isn't there, where, where's the balance between saying this isn't exactly what I want and stopping the play or just kind of letting it play out and because you you have the personnel there. Yeah, but I don't know if there is a balance. For me, I'm sitting there and I'm saying if we call one, they get their defensive lineup in, they may go zone, they may go man, you're not really sure. They may blitz, they may switch, they may maintain, you're not really sure. What I did know was the absolutes. The absolute was we had the ball in our best player's hands. I knew that because of their offensive lineup, they were going to play this coverage. Um, I just didn't call the right play. I had to call a better play to get the better spacing for him to see it better. Okay, so mm. he says he didn't call the right play. Oh, you the, think? The most <laughs> important thing was to get the ball in Jason Tatum's hands. Right. And Jason Tatum ISO. And that he didn't know. So the Heat had been switching between being in his own defense and their little switching man-to-man defense. And he wasn't sure what they were going to show there if he called the timeout. That they might come out in a different lineup. Well, a different lineup. He fixates mm-hmm. on, we liked the look. We liked our matchup against their offensive lineup. It's a little too SB forty nine for me. So, uh, well, and and it gets into a football thing where it's mm-hmm. like, do you care more about the personnel package and what they're in, or do you care more about the situation and what is unfolding? And I think in this case, the way it unfolded in a negative fashion for the Celtics probably outweighed the advantage you would have had offense versus offense, right? Absolutely. Scoreboard so in the, the end result. Right, which is easy to say now. Yes. The overriding narrative with Missoula here has been he doesn't know when to call timeouts. He doesn't call timeouts. He leaves his guys out there. He hangs them out to dry Mm -hmm. because he thinks that they're more mature than they are. They're more capable. They're more responsible. They can respond to it. That's kind of like one end of the extreme. I'm a little more towards I wish that he would read this situation better and that he would see the better spacing for him to see it better that there is a lack of urgency with them bringing the ball up and that there's been a lack of urgency from the third quarter on and I'll uh, midway through the third quarter on and I'll get to that and that it's the second night it's a back to back and they're letting these guys once again chip away at a 14 point lead and so not to call the timeout and say like hey let's collect ourselves here's exactly the look I think that that that's on him and he's got to wear that loss yeah this is different than He's non-traditional in the momentum timeout. Like, that's been a thing since game one. Right. Like, he just... uh, And that's fine. I find it a little weird because that's consistent in every level of basketball. That starts in, like, third grade through high school and college and the NBA. Like, moment... Give me a quick 20. Yeah. Like, even in life, we joke... Boxer on a 13 nothing run. Yeah, give me a 20, ref. Give me a 20. But that's not what this is. This is end-of-game matchup plays. Like, this is a totally... That's a philo- philosophy thing with the momentum. T- this is an f up. Like this is. I think he. I think he overweighed one aspect of the game to the other. Now, when are you and or you and or all Celtics fans 
going to be over the idea of, all right, we need to let Missoula continue to grow and make his mistakes. He'll F up. He'll not call timeouts or he'll not call a timeout at the wrong time. And, hey, you know, the machine is understanding. He's growing and learning as an NBA head coach. That's fine. But eventually we're going to get to a point where he's going to screw up and it could cost the Celtics seeding. Or it could be a kind of loss that stings and sticks with him. Or it could actually cost them the playoffs because he may not call a timeout at the right time. And I get it. Look, I appreciate the fact that he's letting everyone here put on their big boy pants, play like stars. You're grown men. You're professional basketball players. I trust you. I don't need to call a timeout and draw the play up for you. Find your matchup. Hit your shot. At the same time, though, it's okay to take a breath and find a way to devise a plan, something Doc Rivers was great at, Brad Stevens was great at, even Udoka was great at. Put them in the right position to succeed at the last minute. Take a breath. It's all right. And if that means it's going to be Derek White, who you're going to tell Jason Tatum to pass the ball to, then you have to do it because Tatum didn't in a moment when he could have. And maybe that would have been a better look than, oh, I don't know, tossing it haphazardly across the court. <laughs> and for the second time, the second in, time in, in le- less than, what, a minute and a half? Yeah. It was less than a minute and a half in which he did the same thing twice. And now are you starting to get also concerned with the idea that some of the same mistakes are rearing their head when the Celtics start to fall back on old behaviors and patterns? Like I'll get to that in a second. And so I just want to set, like, I want to keep us in reality. All right. So last night in Miami, they're missing Malcolm Brogdon, Jalen Brown, uh, Horford, and Marcus Smart. Orlando, the other game that they that they dropped, they were missing Brogdon, Smart, and Rob Williams. I'm going to, like, pump the brakes a little bit and say I don't think that this is indicative of where this team is going to be in the playoffs. But it is a real thing to ask whether your interim head coach, your first-time head coach, is understanding the rhythms of this team and not just tied into, oh, what are they giving me? Like, what look am I seeing? To your point, the analytics stuff, the, you know, the matchup here, the matchup there, and understanding just who his guys are and what they're showing on the court. So regardless of the health, you're going to be in situations like this. If you're going to go where you want to go. We talk about situational football. He's looking at the situation of, oh, my God, what are they showing me? Well, what are your guys showing you? And and he may have Jalen Brown in the situation, but the situation is going to be end of game, down one, down two, like whatever. That, that's going to happen if you want to go to where you want to go to end this season. So absolutely, I think it's a normal evolution for him. He's a young coach. He hasn't been a head coach. Like This is just the reality. But the other aspect that I don't want to let off the bench as we make the uh, let, let off the hook is the bench. Like, we get into football, look at the Patriots, Ernie Adams, the credit he got over the year for being a little whisper, a little voice in Bill's head mm-hmm. for challenges and timeouts. Look at what transpired in Denver this year, where they had to hire a guy, what was that, week Wait, three, Wait, are you talking about four? the bench players or the coaching the bench? The coaching bench. The coaching okay. bench. Well, Assistant gonna... coaches are allowed to assist. I know, but in the NBA, it doesn't totally operate that well, way. Well, guess Joe, what? Guess what also doesn't totally here. operate that way? A 34-year-old head coach who's never coached before. Right. So you have a, But this is who Brad chose. He did, but you can help him. Well, what is this Didn't just have like a lot of time, Mego? Is this the top of the mountain like, ski technique? Push him down the mountain and say, "Well, I could go help, but you know, they'll figure it out on the way down the mountain. How about we help?" How else do birds know if they can fly or not? Get Push them out, out of the, the nest. nest. You ever see the little baby birds dead on the ground? How you like them? Not yeah, did a you lot. and also did those birds have a chance to hang banner 18? 
Were they the gambling favorite to win the NBA uh, championship? Good point. Those birds were not the gambling favorite. And did okay. those birds have veteran birds around them that could have assisted them gently to the ground before they broke their neck? Like a bird named Damon Stoudemire? And yeah, they, yes, that exactly. would be one bird. Who, by the way, hasn't the lost when he's coached this year? Stop and did they have it. A, <laughs> Stop it. What? Stoudemire's on a heater this year. <laughs> but sorry, I interrupted. No, so I just... You, you like, want him to have more support from the staff. Yeah, I think if you... S- What's the old saying? If you see something, say something. <laughs> right? Like, just don't go, well, yeah, he won't call a timeout. He never calls timeouts. I'm just going to put my head down and watch this go poorly. <laughs> like, no, you can say something. Like, be an assistant. Assist. What, what is Joe Judge's uh, thing? Make the head coach happy. Well, I bet you the oh. head coach would be happier with a win instead of a loss. And maybe you could say something that could lead to a win. No, so we're going to jump advice. on Joe Mazzula because he's the head coach. Make the head coach happy. See? Make the head coach happy. <laughs> would the head coach have been happier going post game talking about a win or a loss? You got that? Yeah, I got that, Joe. Right? So, like, wait, did, you, you put nothing on an assistant coach. No, staff? I don't. Okay, I, so I don't why did really the Broncos that hire that guy to help in game management mid-year? So I, he could take over with the fire ta- You're talking about the difference between the football, <laughs> with between the NFL and the NBA. It, and you the just NBA, said it yourself. Situational football. Guess what this was? Situational basketball. And in situational know, basketball, coaching, my assistants Andy, can the co- assist. The way the coaching staffs operate are so different. Like, I can't imagine one of the bench coaches going to an NBA head coach and saying, what do you think about a timeout? The guys look gassed. They're not really understanding the pace that they had to play with 13 seconds here. Wait, you don't? There? What? You don't see that? No. Why are really? they there? Like, a, yeah. An assistant coach going up to him and being like, hey, timeout, timeout, timeout. Hey, like you might want to think about a timeout thing. here. I see it all his the time whole, at all his, levels. His whole philosophy is like letting it play out. And this is a system. I think this is just a prime kind of situation. Like? Yeah, in which it didn't work and he read it wrong. There have been situations where he read it right. Yeah, I'm not I saying he has to take a timeout because Damon Stoudemire says you might want to think about a timeout here. Just like sort of break the, the moment for a second. Maybe he's caught up. Maybe I just feel like assistant coaches try to be of value. I think if you don't say anything, you're ending up in this Belichickian world where the head man decides everything, and I have an idea, but I'll keep it to myself because chain of command. Well, what's the Screw point of chain head? of command. What's Let's win a damn ass- game. What's the point of an assistant coach? Right. If they're not, I'm not saying that they should always challenge the head coach. And by the way, even though Joe Mazzula is the head coach, he is the interim head coach, and he's all of, what, 47, 48 games into his inaugural campaign learning. He's way younger than everybody in this room. I think he could probably stand to take all the advice yeah. and all the assistance he can at this point because he himself would likely tell you if he wasn't being, I don't know, weird or obstinate to the idea of timeouts, that he probably could learn a couple things. So you bring up weird and obstinate. And I think that those are two really good words to describe Joe Missoula right now. Because this is something that we've been talking about on the radio a little bit over the last couple days, over the last couple weeks, about Joe Missoula and some of his quirks, some of the dry humor. And we have the trend, but on the other side, I want to talk about this because there was... One anecdote that came out of the Celtics locker room last night that is so bizarre. Like, I can't, I can't overstate how strange this story that came out of the locker room is. And another little thing that I've been seeing from the Celtics that is really pissing me off and really getting me concerned. And I'll explain that right after trending. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile 
T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Who came up with the scheme, man? I, I, I have no coaching. idea who came no, up with no, the scheme. No, no, no so I, I actually, Bam Adebayo was a player. Talk. Hold on. Before you started, I let you talk. So I asked you, we talked about this uh, pregame. And I said, hey, man. You know, the only thing that scares me when it comes down to the Miami Heat is Eric Spoelstra and his coaching. And you told me it ultimately comes down to the guys in between the lines. Okay, so let's fast no, forward. No, I said, we no, don't, to, don't, don't mix my words hold on, hold on, up. I said, so, I'm not scared of a so, coach or a player, on, so neither let's are you. Fast forward. So now we get to this possession with Jason Tatum walking the ball up the floor, which you just disagreed with. And you said that yes. you should have called the timeout, which that was on yes. the coach. So I'm looking at the Celtics score 95 points, and the Heat won 98, so it was a defensive game. So Eric Spoelstra had the, the perfect game plan, or whatever he may have did. And you still come on here today, right now, after the game, and you're arguing with me, still telling me, I'm trying to make it that it's just one between the lines through the players? No, it's, it's coaching. on NBC Sports Boston post-game arguing about who's to blame for that Celtics loss, the second loss in two days down in Florida. Guys are not doing well in Florida. Can't play the playoffs in Florida right now. They can't beat the Magic, and they can barely beat the Heat. Without Jimmy Butler. So that's yeah. tough. We didn't we didn't mention that. Um, You talked about some of these bad old habits coming back, Fitzy. Yes, ma'am, With the I did. Celtics. So Brian Barrett, a friend of ours, now with the ringer, previously previously with us he had this tweet out he said celtics in january 16 or more turnovers they're one and three fewer than 16 turnovers they're eight and one get out last playoffs 16 or more turnovers they were one and eight less than 16 turnovers they were 13 and two so there's this magic number of 16 turnovers i mean it's a lot of turnovers the and i john hughes movie ever <laughs> 16 turnovers, yes. I've gone back and forth. Like, oh, my God. Andy's so mad. He Andy ruins my podcast. That. Now he's ruining my afternoons. He, he hated that. Uh, 
we were just talking about whether or not the timeout, you know, Joe Missoula's ongoing timeout approach and the way that he handled the very end of that game. But to me, I look at the way that the Orlando Magic loss happened and the way that the Heat loss happened last night. There is a point very early in the third quarter when you're up 14 points on the Heat. So how do you get to where you are in the final seconds, the final minutes of the fourth quarter? It goes back to the stupid turnovers that the team has never learned from. The team, can I just run through this with you? you go and right Ryan, ahead. don't you dare put music under this. If you put music under this, I will come back there and I will slap you across the face like it's that stupid new show that your hero put on TV. Whoa, that's, that's HR worthy. Yeah, that was intense. That's a threat. And we all she will it. stuff you in one of these bags of wise snacks, bro. There's can I just run through this? This is the third quarter. Okay. There's 10 19 left. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes, 19 seconds left. Jason Tatum, offensive charge, turnover. 9.46 left, Grant Williams, offensive foul, turnover. 8.42 left, Rob Williams, the third, out of bounds, lost ball, turnover. 7.50 left, uh, Robert Williams, bad pass, turnover, jump by Tyler Hero. 7.16 left, Peyton Pritchard, traveling, turnover. 6.22 left, Jason Tatum, backcourt violation, turnover. 4.57 left, Jason Tatum, offensive charge, turnover. 3.20 left, Grant Williams, traveling, turnover. That is how you let a team like the Heat without Jimmy Butler chip away at your beyond double-digit lead that you have going into the fourth quarter. And it happens like this all the time. It's nearly every minute that you are turning the ball over. And, of course, there's possessions where you get, you're get you executing the easy layup and you're getting to the line. But these turnovers are freaking killing you so don't call into the station and tell me we'll look at the usage rates and look at the other stars and how how many how many turnovers they have because this is not a feature of the league this is a bug on your team and it killed you in the playoffs last year and you're doing it again and look at the names in there don't tell me that well you know these are the bench guys that's Jason Tatum that's Grant Williams that's Robert Williams there is one Peyton Pritchard turnover in there these are all guys who played sub- substantial minutes in that playoffs run and the finals last year. So don't tell me that that this is just a one-off or that they'll get through it because they've never learned from it. They have never learned from it. It's no. never going to change. Nope. So you have to find a way to play around it or play above it or have somebody who can shoot threes on the other end because we got Jared Weiss who I love coming on here and saying, well, Steph Curry has a bunch of turnovers. Well, Steph Curry is able to hit the shot that's worth more than all the other shots in the game all the time. So if you have Steph Curry, he's allowed to turn it over this much. I'm just sick of it. I don't think he turns it over as much as the Celtics do. And number one, I'd like to also point out that the third quarter has been a Bermuda Triangle for the Celtics for several seasons now, going back to the bubble when they would have leads in games and they would start to peter away and blow it against the Miami Heat. And then the Heat would throttle them in the fourth quarter and the turnover issues plague them. Two, don't give me usage rates and or the Stars are tired. There's too many injuries, bench depth. These guys are lagging. It's right before the All-Star break. They're going to need a couple days. No, because it doesn't matter whether it's the beginning of the season when they were kicking the ass of teams far inferior to them or the finals, the postseason, wherever it happens to be. The same issues keep dogging them. And this would actually... 
This makes me concerned about Joe Missoula as well because if he can't see something as simple as like, Andy, what is it, like Mac Jones, when the Patriots score more than 24 points, Mac Jones is undefeated when Mac Jones can't score this many points. Like there's a magic number for the Patriots the last couple of years, just like there is. The old this. Rex Ryan, you run the ball 30 times plus 20 pass attempts and you win the game. Exactly. Like the Patriots, the, the Celtics have this magic number. Why can't they do everything in the world? Or I don't know, when things start getting a little sloppy, call a timeout and remind them ball security is paramount to not blanking away a lead in the third quarter, hitting the magic number, and losing. Because it's really just that simple. Well, you bring back the go back to the bubble third quarter. The other thing is they don't play well against zone. When teams go zone, it gives them problems. And I am not Mr. Harry Hardo Hardcourt to tell you why exactly they struggle against the zone. Because we talked about coaching back then. It was a different coach. It was Brad Mm -hmm. Stevens. When it was Spolstra, and it was like that match. Oh, lot you of, lose that match. A lot matchup. of the same guys, though. Right. Wasn't so it the Nick guys Nurse are the that same. killed them? That yes, Andres Brad absolutely. Stevens in the bubble. And so this whole thing with zone, and that was part of his Joe Mazzulla's rant was: if I call a timeout, then I don't know they're going to change personnel, and then I don't know what they're going to do. And well, you didn't look like your team knew what it was supposed to do in this situation. So God forbid, God forbid, you be ill prepared for that. And I, I, my first instinct when we first of all the numbers from Brian Barrett, the one positive I would take away from that is the less than 16 turnovers are a lot more games, right? Like, that's why they're a good team, because they are able to avoid their kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Even going back to the playoffs last year, that's why they won. Yes, the 16 turnover games were bad, but they had more of the non-16 turnover games. That's why they advanced to the NBA Finals. But why is it such a demarcation? And last night you say, your instinct would be, oh, Peyton Pritchard played 42 minutes. I bet you he had a bunch of turnovers. He didn't really. No. Mm-hmm. And, and that that's where it's, it's counterintuitive one. to what you presume, oh, you're undermanned, guys who shouldn't be playing a lot of minutes, who shouldn't have the ball in their hands as much as they do. But no, it was it was Jason Tatum. I, I don't want to make too much of it other than the, the zone thing. I, if I were playing the Celtics in a big game, I would play a lot of zone because it seems mm-hmm. like it gives them problems. I would make you beat my zone before I do anything else because it seems to be... A, a, a first plan of attack to, to go after them. And I would double, and I as the game progresses, starting in the third and the fourth, I would double Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and the perimeter every opportunity I got because eventually the cross-court passes, the sloppy passes back to Smart, and Jalen Brown's recently birthed giraffe-style dribbling would start to plague <laughs> Why him. Why people pick on him? It's because he's a Andy. You know, Andy, Andy the, he's got a freakish level of physical talent that I don't think any other athlete in Boston draws parallel to. I swear to God, I think the man could jump twenty five feet in the air, could almost fly. Like he is so freakishly gifted. It's you may not even have reached the apex of his powers. Yeah, we mock him time, for dribbling it off his no, knee. No, because Andy, sometimes it looks like. Before the game started, he was like, what's this? Hey, you look talented. Go play basketball. And he does amazing things, but then dribbles it off his foot three times in the fourth. I would say I think people pick on him because it's such an obvious thing. Like yes. it's such it's it's the most obvious uh, mistakes that are made on the court. Like you can talk about, hey, as like the Hardo, Jason Tatum's not playing well against zone. But I think a more casual watcher is going, did he just dribble off his foot again? I'm not an ambi turner. <laughs> that guy's supposed to be one of the best that. athletes. And he can't dribble. You know what it looks like sometimes? I am a huge Jason uh, uh, Jalen Brown fan. I'm a defender. Always I have know. been. Mm-hmm. Always will be. I know this about oh, congrats, you. Difficult bro. the other night when he was a minus 20 or whatever he was, and Tatum leaves the floor and the, the whole thing falls apart, the wheels fall off. But when he's dribbling, I even I will admit, have you ever seen those balls that trainers use that aren't round, that have like the 
the little the spikes on them. Like, yes, it's a it's a go anywhere ball. Yeah. yeah, so you have What's to like the point of that. So the, reactionary. So then, a tennis be, ball bounces. You know where it's going to go. Yeah. Boing, boing. This the could idea, go anywhere. Yeah. The idea Sometimes, is so if somebody throws you a bad pass, you right. can you react, have to, be to, it. react okay. to it. I need to Sometimes get that for the nine year old. Sometimes it looks like it looks like he's dribbling one of those, and the ball doesn't come up the way it's naturally supposed to. Back to his hands. So strange. Okay, I'm done. I'm not making fun of him anymore. Moving on. It. You're not mocking him by pointing out the obvious is not mocking. So it's okay. This is obviously truth an, is it, never mean. No, which is what you say all the time. I understand. The truth isn't you are, but that's there's a, a subtle difference between yeah, the two. The that's delivery fine. can be mean, <laughs> of course. But like this is again, you would think that with talent this great and the lead that they built in the conference, that they would have started like, okay, guys, obviously we're on our way to the one or the two seed. Let's start to use the back half of the schedule where we've got some soft and sweet spots in there to instead of worry about worrying about like getting the win or bench depth. Let's let's actually start working on some of these fundamentals. It sounds crazy that at the NBA level, they would need to work on, like, clean passes and, going, you know, defeating a zone defense and dribbling the ball. <laughs> but, Mego, these are going to be the things that undo them again in the postseason. Uh, it's, it's just going to happen again. If we don't learn from history, we're doomed to repeat it. So what were the words that you used right before the break? You said obstinate and weird, I yes. believe, about Joe Yes, he's Mizzola. obstinate about timeouts, and he is a, he's a weird cat. So Adam Himmelsbach had this tweet before the game last night from the locker room. Uh, writer, beat writer from the Boston Globe. He was down there in Florida. He tweeted, I just want to get your guys' reaction from this. He tweeted, Joe Missoula just walked past Marcus Smart in the locker room, did a full somersault in front of him, turned and said, quote, you can't do that, then walked out. Uh, what now? <laughs> he followed up. Uh, I asked Smart if this was some kind of inside joke. He said he had no idea where it came from and what it was about. Quote, we need to stop giving him sugar. <laughs> That's a good line. Uh, it's always I, a problem when the inside joke only includes the one person. You know, like yeah. an inside joke needs, needs Usually a needs person. at least two okay. people, at least if two not people. maybe a slightly larger So he larger walked group. in pregame, walks into the locker room, somersaults past Marcus Smart, says you can't do that like he's on the playground and then turns around and walks out i like it you like it yeah okay. what, just to keep them on to, to yeah. this is on a their toes. 34 year old man who's some i mean i pull this crap like in my house because i'm bored and i have adhd do you and yell I need parkour attention. when you do it yeah, like, what are kind we doing? Of, like, to entertain like, the dog yeah or like you know you make up songs oh. about your dog like these dumb things this is a this is the head coach Breaking the ice. So back when Breaking the, the, ice the Boston, back the when ice. the Celtics had that super <laughs> awkward for everyone involved, meet the Celtics presser like ten days after Udoka had been, you can't Scandalo. say kicked to the curb, had been told to you know pack your stuff and go home. Like you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. After all of the awkwardness from that sudden September storm of Udoka's suspension, and there's Missoula, and it's hey, let's ask Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum how they feel about. Missoula, who they found out would be coaching like, I don't know, two days ago. And there's Missoula, and I had to write up the whole thing for WEI.com about what kind of dude he seems like and what his history was. And do you remember he was, like, working out jokes and being, like, okay, trying to do some of that stuff at the intro? You bring this up, and Ryan has the exact joke because you, you brought this up before the show. And this is the joke I think you're referring to, right? Yeah, this yeah. is some of the material he was working on. I out. think one of the things that caught people by surprise was when Brad spoke the other day, he was very adamant that he felt you were the right guy for the position. Why do you think he feels so strongly? You haven't had a lot of experience as a, as a head coach. Yeah. Why such a strong endorsement for Brad in your skill set? 
Uh, he had a concussion that day, I think. Um, <laughs> nailed it. so weird. A concussion? He's uncomfortable. He hasn't done this a lot. I know. You know who else does this? And I'm going to make a comparison here. Mike who? McDaniel. Who what? else no, is a... He, oh, absolutely. Very different than Phil Missoula. Perry referred to his August press conferences at training camp as... an open as mic. Open mic nights. Yes, and he's Mike, I and think it was actually very it. clever of Phil. I, I, I got it. I don't okay. need it explained. Type but five, yeah. It's These are... I think we are stuck in 20 years ago. It's a different time. But we're going to really, sound like a coach. These are really young, inexperienced coaches that are just a little bit different. Well, and maybe they're not ready for the big situations weird, like Andy. not knowing like when vaping to call on the sideline, Andy, when to call a they're timeout. both weird. Or when it's they like are. McD- if you're being compared to Mike McDaniel, you're weird. You know who else is weird? Take advantage of the opportunity to have a non-regrettable um, spike. Remember? Isn't there a comp between the two? No, yes. Also, yeah, there is, guys. Missoula, Missoula is... wasn't ready for last night and didn't know when to call a timeout. Uh, apologies for Stephanie Chosen. He's doing somersaults okay. in no, the no, but He's crushing the all-star game. Bad. Mike McDaniel, a part of that is just because he landed in the lap of a team that's great. Okay? He didn't screw it up. And Mike McDaniel, yeah. BTFW, Mike McDaniel thought it was first and ten, not fourth and one, and that cost the Dolphins in a game they could have won. That was from upstairs. He heard something from the upstairs. He still runs and through he the was head high coach. as a kite at the time. Yeah, he had never heard something like that. Because he's ripping purple. Um, upstairs. <laughs> that came from... It's I, I just had gotten convicted information. That it was. <laughs> convicted, convicted information. How much like was Dr. That, Steve Brule. Is he on Indica or Sativa at that point? What do you think? Maybe a little bit. A little nice, call A, a little call B. Uh, Maybe a little, a little mixed greens. 617-779-7937. That's your number. Uh, let's go to the phone real quick. Mike in Middletown is on. Mike, you want to talk about Joe Missoula? Yes, I do. I, I feel like we're being ignorant to the fact that Joe Missoula is not a good coach. At this point, I would almost rather Stoudemire in there, feeling that he has a little bit more something he can give, but if Joe doesn't know when to call a timeout, he wasn't great as a player, what are we doing here? Call somebody in. Do something. Thanks, Mike. Well, it does beg the question of the interim tag thing. So, you know, they I'm said that they, they are not removing the interim tag this year. I wouldn't say that he's doing a bad job. How right. can you look at the record? How can you look at the team and say that, that he's doing a bad mm-hmm. job coaching? I will say mm-hmm. that's really weird. And I'm a yeah. weird person, but I probably wouldn't go into the locker room as the head coach and do a somersault in front of my inju- one of my injured stars and say, <laughs> you can't do that. I mean, <laughs> but he's not the first weird coach. Bill Belichick is weird. Different kind of weird. Bobby Valentine, and I don't mean just the end. I mean the Bobby Valentine totality of his career. How about I punch you right in weird. the face, Ordway? They're all weird, right? So weird has worked. Weird has gone to Super Bowls and World Series and won NBA titles. It's funny maybe when Roy Williams or Andy Reid comes in after a big win and someone who doesn't look like they dance except at their daughter's wedding starts dancing and then the players start cheering. Yeah. That's kind of weird, but it's funny weird because you know, it's... I was there, I'd punch you right in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'd punch you right in the mouth, <laughs> Ordway. But, like, that's, like, because it's, it's, like, incongruous to the to what the way they normally behave. To just sort of start doing Cirque du Soleil in front of your players and be like, you can't do that. No, I can't. But what made you want to do that? He's breaking the ice, lightening the mood. I have a much bigger issue with the timeouts and the end of game management than I do with him doing a somersault before the game in the locker room. It's just that a circus delay all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Circus Dole. <laughs> I love you, Wiggy. That's the circuit. That's the Circus yeah. Dole. That's the um, it's sponsored by the makeup. Company. Most people, you make a you misspeak, you screw up one part of it. Bill, Wiggy just goes, goes all through the in. whole thing. You know what it is? And like, he just keeps he going. Start to Once finish. he starts to go through the traffic cones, he actually steps on the gas, Absolutely. not the brakes. He's, it's commitment. I love it's it. That's just stupid. What he said, <laughs> Dan Olowski. <laughs> What time is Dan Orlowski joining us? He is joining us Dan in, Orlowski in about 20 minutes. You won't, you don't want to miss that. Uh, when we come back, I, we'll get back to Joe Mazzula later in the yeah, show. Yeah, why I you promise. guys hate him? Can we but get back to that? When we come back, I do, since I have the two football guys here from the Six Rings podcast, yeah. we have to get into the O'Brien news. Day two, and since we're talking to Dan Orlowski in about 20 minutes, I want to hear your guys' predictions for what Bill O'Brien coming in means for Mac Jones. We're going to do that in just a minute. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. With changes comes the unknown, and with changes come, also comes excitement. It's that change, it's the, the new people coming in, and you know, I think that's what Billy O is going to bring offensively is going to be just a new coach coming in. It's going to be what he does and everything, and everyone will have to buy in and learn and listen. I mean, I think that's going to create a new kind of energy in life. I think all Patriots fans should be, you should be excited to see what that looks like. Ryan's a smart man. You know why? Because he knows if he hadn't played it, He's a pain I would have sang it, and nobody needs that. I've already been threatened by one host today. Or something okay, like people were upset about that. I know. Yeah, by the way, who threatened who? I threatened Ryan. I said oh, I would, that's right. I would you did. Up. I said I would you call were here. HR. I know. Because it was such a no. joke, because I would never lay not a hand on my precious never, Ryan. Violence never. is never funny. Sometimes that's funny. It's actually pretty funny. Have you ever seen Jackass? Actually, no, violence can be really funny. (laughs) It's actually always funny, except we're supposed to pretend it isn't. Oh, Um, okay. And that's one to grow on. Yes. Is HR listening? (laughs) 
don't know where we're going here. Let's go. Problem when I'm the least you call, person in the, the crow. Come on you now. You called for Cheryl Crow. A change will do you good. I wonder why we haven't had company. Although technically, didn't they change things last year to Matt Patricia? A change will screw you up. Yeah. yeah. Turn your quarterback into a puddle. So, so, speaking of the quarterback, because we're going to talk to Dan Orlowski of ESPN in about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, tune in for that. But Bill O'Brien yeah. got the big announcement yesterday. And before we get into the big picture stuff, some of the reaction to the reaction to the pushback to the, is this actually a good hire for the Patriots? And all of that that comes with the second day of the news cycle. With Bill O'Brien, what are you expecting for Mac Jones? Andy. Competency. The uh, comparison I've been using is last year, they were racing the 55-yard dash. They couldn't get into the blocks. They never got a chance to find out if they were fast enough to win their heat or go to the final. They stumbled to get in the blocks. I think they will get in the blocks this year. I think they will be a competent offense with a quarterback who's comfortable. And I do think one of the issues last year was relationship in that Mac knew he knew more than the guys coaching him from day one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is so you think? apparent. No, but that that created angst that I, like, for example, I think Billy O'Brien could do, say, and call the exact same thing, and Mac will receive it differently because he respects the guy on the other end of the speaker. But then isn't that a Couldn't little bit more. of a Mac issue? No, because he was emotional, and we all know how we get hey. more emotional. You regret it. Yes. Hello. You do, you say, you regret Say you're going to slap your producer? Yes. Oh, you say yeah. inappropriate things that are fireable offenses. Yeah. I'll, Hello. I'll even go further along Hello. your analogy of Hello, the Rick. Patriots being uh, unable to get into the starting blocks and run a 50-yard, 100-yard yeah. dash. Put it, put it in, like, stock car terms. Ooh, nice. Mac is a fine driver. The Patriots' offense is not exactly, you know, Richard Petty, uh, Hamlin-worthy, okay? But it's a quality sure. car with good sponsors. The pit crew of Judge and Patricia didn't even know how to put the tires on, and the steering wheel was in the backseat. It was an abject disaster because they had they had designed cars, but they had never actually worked pit crew. They didn't know how to change the tires. They designed planes, they, yeah, actually. They literally put the gas in so Mac drank from the it. Tail he's pipe. like, no, I was looking for Gatorade. The gas goes back there, stupid. Like it was an, it was a disaster. So I'll even take it a step further as far as as competence. I'll take confidence and competence because not only is it going to be a competent offense, there's confidence. This is like in a motivational speech. Right, yeah, no, everything Billy oh, O'Brien calls, yeah. everything Billy O'Brien calls, you could either hearken back to when he was here and they had a dynamite offense. I'd argue that 2011, whether it was a product of the talent on the field or not, was probably Brady's second, maybe third best year as a quarterback. Like 5,300 yards, 39 touchdowns. That the weapon oh, was you tremendous. silly idiot. They didn't win the Super Bowl, so O'Brien sucks. Oh, that's right. You didn't He's read that? He's never won at any level, bro. We'll he get to sucks. that. Dude. We'll get I to that. Don't I can't worry. even there's, with that. There's a whole no, show. But he's an adult in the room. He's a professional in the room. The, like it's, it's a calming presence. I don't know how you can look at it exactly. any other way. Three Cs, basically. Calming, confident, and competent. You start right and there. Cocky. You've actually got combustible. And Mego, just look at like a couple of games where the offense didn't know what to do with itself because you had reverse engineers at quarterback, at quarterbacks coach and offensive play caller. The Minnesota game, uh, the the Cincinnati game, the Vegas game. All of these games where the offense surged at times and then fell apart at the most inopportune times. What if someone just like, and even the last game in Buffalo, what if somebody like Bill O'Brien was able to help you clear the hurdle of 50 to 75% of those games? You don't make a backbreaking mistake. You don't have the soul-punching turnover. You actually just are able to go down the field and score. Turn 
even 20% of your field goals into touchdowns, you're looking at at least a wild card team that will be playing meaningful January football next year. That's I hate to say it, that's progress. Stop losing. Like it's as simple as that. Last year they lost games. Offensively they lost games. You're talking 2022 or 2022. Okay. They lost games. Yeah. Now you might get it to the point. It always throws me when football guys say last year, well, the playoffs are still happening. Sadly. Like it's in the rear view and I'm like, mm. I know, but the NFL calendar isn't even over the yet. The 2017 <laughs> AFC Championship where the Patriots throttled the Steelers actually was the 2016 season's so, AFC I know, Championship. I know. It, it drives I me know. nuts. I know. It drives but it, even just you you can't say last year. You have to say this 20, past season. 20, this the most recent season there played, you go perfect they Wonderful. lost games the clarity there i don't know how good you're going to be to continue my comparison you may be the slowest person out of the blocks they may be usain bolt and then all the other sprinters i don't know their names running past you but you'll be in the blocks i don't think you'll fall on your face and i think that's important because then you can get to assessing everything else and we don't even know where this offseason's going they may add an exciting weapon. They may upgrade it on the offensive line. All these other things. But even if you just ran it back, Isaiah wins jumping off sides because he's terrible. I don't necessarily think that's coaching. I think he's going to fall start with, you know, the great, uh, greatest coach ever out there. They didn't even have an offensive line coach last year because the man was too busy screwing up the play call. You can't fix stupid. Okay, but at the same time, it and those helps are to stupid try. mistakes. They are stupid mistakes. But it, was there anyone there to either throw the fear of God into them, coach them appropriately, or have them perform as a synchronous unit? No, because Billy Yates had never really done it on a full time level before. He gets thrust into it because Patricia's over there trying to figure out how he can have Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith run into each other again. Which one gets hurt? <laughs> yeah, that, that right there. You won't have that. You will not have them running into each other. You will not have three receivers in one spot, and Max like, well, I guess I'll just throw in the middle, and one of them will catch it. You won't have that, I promise you. Less dysfunction, but how quickly, because to me, this is the first order of business for mm. Bill O'Brien looking at Mac Jones, It's and it's a little woo-woo, but Excuse me? rebuilding the trust. Oh, what did she say I, about woo-woo? What, what, what's like, woo-woo? woo-woo. Like, you know, like feel, touchy-feely. I've never heard that woo-woo, woo-woo? used in that no. capacity. Oh, how do you? How have you heard it? It's I just a, don't use it. Well, oh, I do. Woo woo! It's like, it's oh, like, you're in your feelings. Or I just, but I, do I think it, like it was like, at your point that Mac no, Jones had no trust in his coaches. Right now he does zero trust. Now Starting he does. last May. Now he does. He imme- he has immediate trust with Bill O'Brien. Absolutely. Because how of the Alabama not? connection, because of his resume. Part, like I feel all like. Of it. But is there any part of him that's like a shelter dog? That's a little bit like oh, I'm cowering in a corner a little bit because I've. There's been some neglect You know those dodo videos where it takes like weeks and weeks at the uh, temporary home to get the dog to come out of the crate? But then like they fast forward three weeks later and the dog's like licking the kid, watching TV, like eating the kid's food. I think he'll be that in April. It's the rule of three, three, and three. And I'm sure Fitzy knows this because he recently adopted a dog. Mm Mm-hmm. Three days, three uh, three weeks, three months. Indicative of, like, the benchmarks of where you should hit with your comfort with your dog. That's just my area of uh, oh. experience. So I, I, oh. I wouldn't necessarily know. We have, a, we have a Bravo reality show contestant of a dog. He's really cute, but he's not that smart. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah he's not that smart. Well, he's my not. dog's not smart either. It's a dog. I, I, whoa, see, I, whoa, whoa. See, I knew Andy, Andy doesn't like that. What, do you have a border collie or something? No, but dogs are smart. No, they're not. Not all dogs. They're my like dogs people. My, our previous dog was too smart for her own good. That was the problem. This one is just sort of like, I look good on camera. Is there anything else there? Nope. I want to watch <laughs> me lick my privates? No, I don't. Didn't even have interest <laughs> in Again, the six rooms yesterday. Again, every dog. 
every dog. Uh, when we come back, we got a break real quick. When we come back, we will finish. We will not finish. We will continue the football talk with Dan Orlowski from ESPN. We'll be right back. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.